Hey guys, welcome back to the Coffee Tavern. I'm Donald Diggs, and I'm also here with Sky. Hey everybody, how you guys doing? You guys had a good day. I hope everything's going well for you and everything's swell. So, uh, hey, let's get into the ideas and all the things we're going to talk about today. You know what I mean? Yeah, so... Jumping down, right down Yeah, so as far as the cover today, we're going to be talking about 2020 and some cartoons uh, as far as that. But I want to do a, a quick little thing first. So first off and foremost, welcome to 2021. We're shooting this still in 2020, but technically when y'all get this, it'll be Friday. It'll be 2021. So happy late new years that makes sense so as far as that go i mean y'all y'all made it y'all y'all here now y'all in 2021 even though this video is recorded in 2020 yeah, so pretty much uh i know and i will be breaking down uh all the things we watch as kids it's you know cartoons and all that and such and uh we're gonna go down the list and we're gonna try to decipher which channel was better um we're mainly going to be doing Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Like throwing some Disney, but mm, it's mainly been Cartoon Network versus Nickelodeon. We're talking about cartoons. I mean, Nicktoons was always that neutral ground for like cartoons. Like Nicktoons had the more the more wilder shit. If that makes sense, they had the more like what the hell am I watching? <laughs> bro, Nicktoons was heat, bro. Nicktoons nowadays, you could. St I mean, not nowadays. Like a few years back, you could still go on there and like watch Danny Phantom. All those amazing shows as kids dude danny phantom was goaded i don't care what anyone says all right all right all right all right all right all right let's think of it like this during the daytime nick didn't have shit because they did that fucking 30 minute gap so we can go outside and then we all just switched over to cartoon network because cartoon network didn't do that <laughs> cartoon no, Network didn't I, do that and you know i actually feel you on kind on that one where like they would put on like nick tunes or whatever the morning like besides on saturdays that was pretty fucking whack but no, other than that like, you don't remember when they had that like somewhere it was one of the one of the years i don't remember it was one of the years when we were little and they like they did this like they cut off nickelodeon for like hour and a half they said go outside uh, <laughs> they said go outside and play we'll be oh, back was that that the... was that play 60 thing yeah they were doing that yeah the play oh, 60 yeah. and it was yeah, like yeah all right yeah, and they was like, go outside, go have fun. My ass was smart. I said, go where? Outside? All this air conditioner food in here? I'm about to go to Cartoon Network. I'm about exactly, to switch over. Man. I'm about to switch over to one of these other joints, and we're gonna get it popping. Oh, let's. Uh, I guess we're just gonna discuss our favorite uh, shows from the station. So, uh, let's what was your with... favorite from Cartoon Network? All right, I'm about that action. So, Kids Next Door had it first from the angle, okay? Every episode, they was getting busy. No matter what they were doing, they was they was getting busy. I don't care who they was fighting. They was fighting teenagers, adults, everyone. The names were ready to eat. The names were ready to eat, bro. They was fighting. My everybody. motherfucking man. No name kid next door was my show as a kid. It just felt. I always wanted to be part of their little club and their clubhouse. Cause like, bro, what kid didn't want to do secret agent shit? That's actually factual. The bases and the villains. Their villains were just like out of pocket. Like they had. Count Spankula and basically was like, thanks, bad kids. <laughs> like, like their their villain names were like so weird. K and D villains, and this is this is this is is all of them. All right, it's all of them. King Sandy, which was basically I guess a fifth grader who was like in charge of the sand pit on the playground, right? Night Brace and his and Night Brace. All Night Brace did was like he just didn't like kids eating candy. He like clean their teeth. Like he brushed his teeth or whatever, so like he had braces. 
Count Spanky like he just beat kids. That's all he did, bro. He was a bad, he was a vampire who beat kids. And the only reason why he beat kids is because he beat naughty kids. That's it. The leader of the bunch was called Mr. Boss, which is a dumbass name. I ain't gonna cap. Mr. You also gotta think, like, kids don't like being bossed around. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So basically, Mr. Boss was, he ain't care how old you were. You was getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had Sticky Beard. And Sticky Beard basically, his dumbass kept lollipops and candy in his beard. That's it. That, that's it, bro. That's all he did, bro. That's all he did, bro. And then, of course, there was a teenager, uh, Cree Lincoln. And Cree Lincoln was uh, number five's older sister. Which I'm surprised they lived in the same house and fought each other every day and just didn't. <laughs> I guess when they got home, they were like, all right, we going to chill out. And, bro, and it, it was on site as hell when those two was on the screen, bro. Hold on. Hold on. Like they was out for blood. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking more. Then, uh, what's that group of kids that just, that were talked in unison? There was a dude who was above the boss, or above Mr. Boss, and his kids were like, they were in a, they were like in a cult. They had a dude who never took off his helmet, and everybody else talked in unison. Uh, I don't know, but I do know who you're talking about. The delightful children. The delightful children yeah. down from down the lane, yeah. Used to creep me the fuck out. Bro, they just didn't, they just did not talk separately. They all talked in complete unison, and they never missed anything when one of them was separated from the other none of them talked like none of them could function wild dude and they always That's walked in a group they never walked in separate lines they always walked in a straight line like they always walked in a group group formation where everyone could be seen never alone never separated i well shit just real you eye. feel that uh they used to creep me the fuck out give me the fucking heebie-jeebies but what was your favorite show from uh nickelodeon Mm. Let's be honest. No one watched Nickelodeon during the day. If you watch Nickelodeon during okay. the day, you would, okay. look, 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 you better look, get out of here. Look, 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 look. If you watch Nickelodeon during the day, what was you really watching besides SpongeBob and what else? What was the lineup? What was the lineup for like? What was the lineup? Would you like me to go down the lineup? I don't I don't really remember what the lineup was. Like, what did they have that was really bumping during the daytime? What was really bumping during the daytime, bro? Besides actually, you know what? I I actually do agree with that. It was really like because I was one of those kids who would get up early, so like it was really the early morning for me. So like you know you get up, you start off with like fucking Angry Beavers, Cat Dog, look, Hey look, Arnold. Look, look, look. You start off with all those bumpers. Exactly, because look, we all know the most bumping shit played at nighttime. Nick at night was it. That was it. You had Keenan and Kel, Hey Arnold, Angry Beavers. Uh, I don't think you had no. Yeah, you had, had Rugrats. Rugrats. You had yeah yeah yeah. You had cat dog and then Stimpy. All that, yeah, bro, uh, all that was my shit. Yeah, bro. Like you had a clean setup early in the morning, like six o'clock in the morning. Nick at night would still be playing. You're not getting shit else for the rest of the day. You getting SpongeBob and Fairly Odd Parents. Like, that was the lineup. That's what it was. Fairly Odd Parents, bro. Fairly Odd Parents was heat. Like you can also talk about like Nick Tunes as well, bro. Because Nick Tunes had like they had some bumping shows. Nick I grew up, Nicktoons would play, like, Danny Phantom and all, like, the, like, not really the older cartoons, but, like, cartoons from, like, the early 2000s. It was about that action. Bro, and El Tiga, I watched, like, they had everything. Thank you. All right, so, look, I'm glad you said that. They had a more crispy lineup than anything. Like, Nicktoons, they had, they had that stuff, right? They had El Tigre, Invader Zim, Danny Phantom, uh, I'm trying to think of what else they had. 
They had Avatar. Ten. Yeah, they had Avatar. Come on now. They had Avatar. They had what's that show? Uh, Tech. You know what I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, Tech and the Power about. of Juju. Yeah, they had that. Come on now. Come on, that was a Chris lineup, bro. That was a Chris lineup, bro. Come on now. Yeah, but Cartoon Network also had a Chris lineup. They had KND, Urge of Cowardly Dog, Johnny Bravo. They had like the straight heat playing all day. Teen Titans. Like, they just had straight flames all damn day. Edit and Eddie, bro. Like Edit and Eddie. They had they stuff. They had they stuff. Eddie and Eddie for sure had they. They had a little play part. They basically kids, they taught kids to hustle. Alright, they taught kids to grow. They yeah, said, hey, yo, like, you, you want a quarter? You gotta go outside and work for that On God, bro. They was they was really like they was really getting active in the streets, bro. And even though none of the neighbor the cul-de-sac kids liked them, bro, they were still on their grind. Bro, and all the cul-de-sac kids still came to their spot to get whatever they wanted to get from them. Like so one of exactly. the kids, like, hey, like, at a time, they, they had a gold mine. They had jawbreakers out the bag. And they said, oh, y'all want some jawbreakers? All right, cool. I remember when Ed said, I'm bigging up the builders, the biggest scheme of ever of all time. He went to the store, bought all the jawbreakers, and said, oh, you want jawbreakers? You know how that, you know, that used to cost 75 cents? All right, cool. I'm going to need a dollar. <laughs> like, bro, he flipped the pack, bro. He was, he was moving it. He was moving. He was moving jawbreakers, bro. But, like, out of the, like, two creepiest shows on both of them, Creepiest show for me on like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon was uh Courage. Courage the Cowardly Dog creeped me the fuck out. Courage the Cowardly Dog like, taught bruh. me like it taught me just don't fuck with people that knock on your door at night. Like that's plain and simple. Taught me to fuck with nobody. What do you mean, bro? Don't talk to nobody. Was that, that was the episode where like they were just watching the commercial and like one of them like like disguised as Muriel and like tried to take over her life or something, bro. And then Courage was like, hey, yo, you acting different because, like, I'm going to need to see some identification. Exactly, bro. Man, Courage was just so creepy. And not even that. When I, Remember when he used to go up in the attic? Oh, yeah, and talk to the computer? Yeah. Facts, bro. Yeah. So for Nickelodeon, Invader Zim, Invader Zim was wild. Yeah, no, Invader Zim was also some other stuff. Actually, actually, Invader Zim was type heat, and here's why. What was and, he? It was just creepy. Yeah, it was creepy, but... It was a cool creepy like he had a, a spider backpack and his backpack carried him everywhere he had girl and basically his goal was to take over earth right and i'll never forget the last episode the last episode was like a christmas special and zim disguised himself as santa and started teleporting humans to the armada or to the fleet or whatever and venison didn't care like he ain't give no care of who or of spite anyone was giving them like the tallest they weren't even tall bro they was in a robot suit exactly exactly so they just built a robot suit and they were like oh yeah we're tall all right but and then they assigned invaders to you know assign them a planet to take over right Cool. but then they gave zim the hardest planet <laughs> earth bro they were like yo go take earth they didn't take him seriously they didn't take him seriously and he still did an invasion. He still did his job. He still took them out at the end of the day. Like the toss would call on him to make sure if he was dead or alive. And they were hoping that he was dead. And Zim just picked up the phone like, hey, yo, I'm on my next mission. Like this last mission failed, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stick with this joint. I'm going to get this plane in the bag for y'all. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> now, the thing that pisses me off, Zim, like for him to like always be seen as an alien and then no one like pick it up. Is, is what annoyed me because it's like I didn't like Dib. Dib was just a big snitch. Understandable. He was trying to protect his planet. I respect that. I get that. 
but mind your damn business. Zim at oh, home. Bro, look, look, Zim would be at home not doing nothing, right? Dead knocking yeah. the door. What are you doing, Zim? Like, bro, mind your business. But you also gotta think, bro, like, people are just fucking blind. Not see a green dude with a fucking shit mullet in your fucking classroom, and there's like, oh, hello, Zim. Like, bro, what do you mean? Bro, it's not even just that. He was like, he probably just has a skin condition. And then was like, bro, he's got antennas. He was like, that's not antennas, that's his headphones. I was like, I was like, bro, what? Oh, God. Those motherfuckers. I, I would have left. I'm like, fuck it, take the planet, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I ain't gonna like, Y'all can have this rock, bro. I'm gonna go live on some, like, fucking asteroid by myself. Bro, it's not even just that. His dad was literally fueling the planet. Like, he was literally putting, he was Elon Musk in that planet and still didn't believe his son when he was like, hey, yo, there's aliens out here, dog. Like, exactly. his sister performed in a cult. And what, and what, look, and his sister knew that the alien was real. And then, Dib was like, hey, yo, Taz, you gotta go tell her dad. Like, like maybe he'll believe you he was like dad she was like plain and simple she was like dad there's aliens she was like yeah okay go back to your cartoons like what bro also uh i have a question uh what what cartoon did you want to be in i ain't gonna cap i ain't gonna cap it was and most likely be kids next door because they got acts but besides the kid next door i don't want to say i'll be in danny phantom because they get haunted way too much I ain't trying to relax and see Danny walk in my room talking about some. Hey, yo, there are ghosts in here. Yeah, bruh. Also, me personally would have been fucking fairly odd parents. Mm. You two motherfuckers literally giving you whatever the hell you want because your babysitter sucks. This motherfucker literally got made fun of at school and his babysitter was literally an asshole. And this man gets fairly odd parents. It's like, bruh, I didn't like my babysitter and I got bullied at school. Where are my fairly odd parents? Yeah, honestly, you know what I, you know what I always thought about. Like, let's be honest, I probably say I would have been an avatar because it was chill if you just lived in the right tribe, <laughs> like you lived in the right nation. You, <laughs> bro, bro, they really was like Fire Nation really busted down the door talking about some. Yeah, uh, you want to keep you want to keep your stuff or you want to keep your kneecaps? Yeah, like let's be honest, like if you was in the right nation, you was good. I'm surprised You're... the water tribe didn't just go fuck the Fire Nation up. Because the water cancels out fire. Being being that as it was, the only reason why that the Fire Nation did so well is because they had technology. Cool. Why don't the three of y'all nations gang up and go whoop their ass? Like, who was holding y'all back from really grouping up and beating their ass? Well, the thing, the problem with that is, is that there was only two nations that were still established. There was the Earth Nation and there was the water, uh, the water tribe. Air nomads oh, were fucking. Yeah, because the air nomads were gone. I even if those two did team up, they weren't gonna be able to break down that technology. So it really did take the Avatar and his friends to deal with them. So yeah, like, because they you know, had like, all four elements at the same time, and they just went and whooped his ass. Not even just that, but Aang was like, "All right, bet you want me to do what? You want me to liberate the world? All right, cool, got you. Here's what we about to do: you, 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 and you come with me. <laughs> we just gonna go straight there and go whoop his ass." Bro. What, my most hype moment on that, bro, was when he found out that, like, they muzzled Alpha. He said, you muzzled Alpha? He started going crazy. He was right there. That motherfucker was out for blood. Avatar Kyoshi energy, bro. He was out for blood. He said, he said nobody's going to bed until we find Alpha on God. Like, Aang, we're tired. We'll find him in the morning. No! Don't leave till we get the homie. 
He's like, we need to get Appa. Bro, that art kind of pissed me off as a kid, bro. Because I'm like, damn, bro. Like, when the hell is he going to get Appa? Zuko like, came in clutch, though. Because Zuko realized that that was the Aang's air bison. And they said, all right, I'm going to let him free. While I'm in here doing my own little thing. He said, nah, that was Iroh. That was... Iroh was like, Zuko did let him free. But Zuko was originally going to capture him. Because he still he let go of it when he was in the Earth tribe. But when he went back there was like yo i can get this and restore my honor because he still wanted that like you know that honor thing and iroh was like what you gonna do when you get his bison you're just gonna you're just gonna hold it until the avatar comes to find you and ends you it was just like i don't know what to do he was like bro just let him free like we don't have any business with that let it go he's like your father doesn't love you <laughs> like damn that's facts another thing is boomerang has some shit all right boomerang had I know Boomerang wasn't really in the fold as a popping cartoon, but if you watch Boomerang at the right hour, you could catch some heat. Yeah, that Looney Tunes, yeah, that Looney Tunes was wild. Yeah, they had art. They had Looney Tunes. They had Samurai Jack. What's that show? No, that was on Cartoon Network. I'm thinking uh, right, Rex. Generator Rex. That was on Cartoon Network as well. Yeah, that was on Cartoon Network. What else they had? Cartoon they had, Network, yeah everything bro i'm pretty sure boomerang was bought by cartoon network yeah because then samurai jack yeah, started popping up on yeah. yeah that's facts samurai jack did start popping up on what's it called i never understood how cartoon network bought adult swim uh it was probably just like a deal they just made like yeah but it was like it was think. odd because remember at like eight o'clock they'd be like all right time for adult swim <laughs> like <laughs> yeah they would be like eight o'clock be like good night see you in the morning they're like, bro, like, what is this? Yeah, bro, I stayed up for my first episode bro, of Adult Swim, bro. Every hour, every 8 o'clock hour, all you heard was... Dun, 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 dun. It was King of the Hill, and I was like, bro, turn this shit off. This shit is not the wave. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt like I was doing something wrong every time watching Adult Swim. Uh, so it, like, I, really, I, felt like, like, I felt like I was in another dimension. I was like, damn, I was like, this was adults really be watching? I was like, they be watching... Family Guy and this, that, and the third, and then the yeah, Robot bro. Chicken came on. But Robot Chicken is done. It don't, it don't, it don't bring no laughter no more. But as a kid, yeah, because now you're exposed to jokes that I you just didn't get. Hurt. But now that yeah. you're older, it's like I'm not watching Robot Chicken. Where the hell Toonami at? <laughs> exactly. Now that you're older, you're like, bro, nobody's gonna watch Robot Chicken. They could just watch something else. Robot Chicken isn't funny anymore. It's not. It's it's really bad. Funny. Like the jokes are all cliche, or they just don't make any sense, and then everything else is just the actual garbage. But as far as that being said, I mean, I ain't gonna care. This is where boys became men. Is when you, is when you seen the the, the space dude talking to Cortana, and he was like, "All right, let's see the lineup." I was like, "What?" And she was like, "All right, eight o'clock, we got <laughs> Dragon Ball Z rolling up on nine. We got Cowboy Bebopity," and I was like, "Hmm." Oh, Cowboy Bebop was lit, bro. They said at 10 o'clock, we going to add in no little One Piece. I was like, oh, yes, sir. And then at 5 a.m. or like 4 to 5 a.m., they had Samurai Jack. At 5 a.m., they had Inuyasha, dude. Exactly. That and they said, was the heat. Look, all that was heat. It was the rumble. Soon as 6 o'clock came, hey, hey, Nettie. And I was like, don't, don't, don't. I was like, oh, yeah, bro, I was vibing. I was like, oh, damn. My aunt, I ain't gonna cap. When I would be at my aunt house, I used to go on the weekends. So I knew as soon as Saturday hit, I'm not going to bed for nothing because all the clean lineup about to come on. 
Exactly, bro. And that was when Toonami ran through like the whole night. Yeah, like, now Toonami runs to like yeah, it runs to like twelve, like eight to twelve or some whack shit like that. No, that shit used to run from eight o'clock all the way to five in the morning. Yeah, they definitely they definitely had the lineup. I ain't gonna cap. Anime for me is like is different. But before I get into before I, I get myself into talking about anime. Leaving the conversation, which y'all thought was the best, like be honest, like I want, I want honest opinions. Like, what y'all think was the bumping channel? Like, what, what was y'all bumping channel? Like, was it Nickelodeon? Disney XD had some stuff, but it was just more. Uh, that was more later. That wasn't really still our childhood though. Yeah, no. That was a little later though. Yeah. Of course, they had, like, oh, yeah, they yeah, true. Because we didn't see or whatever. We didn't see like... Disney XD till we were like twelve. No, Phineas and Ferb was fucking heat as hell. Yeah, that shit was. Yeah, before I dive myself into anime, let's really break down some of these shows and what the hell they were about. Like, let's be honest. Hey, Arnold was really about orphan kid who lived with his grandpa and grandma and one of those. Uh, what are those buildings called? Because it was like it was more than one person in that joint. Like it was mm-hmm. the granddad's house, but he had he rented out rooms. It was a complex oh. or something. Like everybody in that house, like it was like one big family, which like was really cool. See, yeah, like, like you know, yeah, you know, see it from a you know a different angle of what people you know some people you know actually lived through because like his granddad owned the house but he rented out rooms you know what i'm saying to like pay the bills and all that which is you know understandable he he had a breakfast he had a bed and breakfast that's how he was paying the bills had a bed and breakfast i don't know if it was a bed and breakfast well think about it because like it was his house he rented but a bed and breakfast is more of like a hotel like a like a one night stay room it was like a rooming house almost yeah something like, like that had like they had just had like everybody there it's just so cool to see like the perspective of everybody's life and the christmas episode for it was really good haven't watched it highly recommend it hey arnold was doing a good amount good amount of stuff as far as when it came to content wise and exactly what the episodes were going to be about because at the end of each episode of hey arnold you was just left with like damn like he really did that shit like he really just helped that person out or whatever you know like he really did just you know go through this or whatever he was a really sweet kid, man. Yeah, like it was. It was a good. It was a good feeling. It was a good feeling as far as hanging on the wind. Now, real people know everybody hate Chris came on. That was it. You was laughing. Oh, everybody Chris wasn't even on. Like, bro, that was like BET, bro. That was not any cartoon or nothing, bro. Yeah, no, that wasn't. It was BET because everyone was, it was watching BET, bro. Nobody they would not play that on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network at all. <laughs> Why do I have a oh. feeling like they played it at Nick at night? Like they played at nighttime. Oh, no, they had they had uh they had Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There we go. That's what it was. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. All good shows. Like all good. Um, Family Matters. All good shows. All good shows. All good shows. All good shows. You had Nick all Cannon at Nick at Night, bro. It was wild, all bro. Good shows. All good shows. And then every year they did the uh, Nick Choice Awards. Yeah, bro. Like, come on. They had some stuff. But all right, then. Yeah, leave in the comment section what y'all think. Y'all best bumping channel as far as the three we just named. Nickelodeon, Nicktoons, and Cartoon Network. Boomerang don't count because Boomerang got bought by Cartoon Network as far as that. Include Disney, too. Yeah. yeah. Include Disney, too, for you guys. Just uh, people, give us some, like, ideas, man. For people that didn't have cable, what was bumping on Cubo? Because I ain't gonna cap. I had Cubo for a good two years, bro. Bro, I had Cubo for a good two years, too, bro. So what was bumping on that, bro? Mm, yeah, we're gonna be a minute before we get into anime. <laughs> oh, Cubo, be a minute, bro. We gonna... Cubo had 
one Chris lineup. They had Jane and the Dragon, and they had He Man. I was bumping as soon as He Man turned on. I was like, Yeah, awesome. They got rid of Cubo Night Owl, which had like He Man, She Ra, Brave Star. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Class of the Titans, bro. Class of the Titans was fucking goaded, bro. They had, they did have the OG Thundercats. Had a bunch of good stuff, bro. Oh, they had. Can you find Carmen San Diego? Yes, bro. Carmen San Diego, bro. That's where it was at, yeah, bro. They had it. They had a Chris lineup. As soon as you, as soon as eight o'clock came on, and all you heard was by the power of Grace Call, you was like, mm, it's my time. Right, it was. It was no. Nah, it was like twelve. Well, it was, they would uh, have it at night for like when like you know the kids went to sleep. That's how you know they were old ass cartoons, bro. Cause my mom used to watch fucking He Man with me. True. I was like, damn, bro. Like shit, it got me feeling old. Shit, she fucking ancient watching He Man, bro. He Man was heat, bro. I ain't gonna cap. I feel like Thundercats did better on Cartoon Network on Toonami because it was more the animation for it was more crisp. It wasn't all you know retro. You know what I'm like, saying? The the newer Thundercats that came out. Where, like everything was so crisp it looked like the newer voltron force if you ever seen that like bro it was so clean like it was actually like animation was beautiful and that's probably why i got so much traction was because like bruh it was like, the first it was like one of the first like cartoons like after like teen titans and all that like have like an anime feel to a cartoon yeah yeah you're right you're right because it was getting on there i ain't gonna lie they was doing anything as far as you know, content went for that for that channel, or for the episodes of Thundercats and all that. You know what I'm saying? Was nothing too bad. But as far as that, I mean, we get picked. We yeah yeah. You're right. You're right. I agree with you. Yeah man, Kibo Kibo like bad. Listen, I understand, bro. I remember being an antenna kid, bro. You only had a few channels, had nothing, bro. Cable was wilding. Yeah yeah. You're right. To watch, you had to watch. To be honest with you, Kibo was more of like. They had shows that like I feel like weren't even in the country, and you just got them because you got them. Like that's it. Because they never aired on any actual main cable. It was always, always on the antenna. <laughs> like it was never on any cable. Like you try to look for the shows on cable. No, nah, no, nah, you're not getting none of that. You know what you about yeah, to get? <laughs> you about to get this right here. And they smacked you with you Network Nickelodeon. You was like, oh fuck you, bro. Like it was never on any main cable channels. Like at all. Yeah, because the shit was made by Teletoon. Like, most of those cartoons are made by Teletoon. Which, Fair. one, Teletoon Online, like, bruh, you can't tell me that you didn't like that stuff online. Teletoon Online was, like, it was one of those OG things. Like, they let, like, uh, people put up their own cartoons and stuff like that. It was really nice. Like, they, a lot of their shows came from Teletoon. And Teletoon is a larger part of my childhood, bro. Mm, fair enough. I agree with that. Any cartoons that remind you of 2020? Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog, man. Oh my god. The show was always on some shit. Every episode, it just made always you Always on some shit, bro. <laughs> Every episode, there was yeah. never no chill. Every episode, Courage was fighting for his life. <laughs> oh my god, bro. He's trying to keep his family together in that yeah, little house. He was fighting for his life. There was only a few times where they actually drove into town. And Courage was like, why don't we live here? Why do we live? I'm sick of getting abducted and shit, bro. Yeah, like, why do we live in the middle of fucking nowhere? <laughs> Ain't a house in sight, not a glass of water, nothing. <laughs> the shit in sight. All there is is a windmill. It was a house and a windmill. 
And the narrator even knew that place was trash. The narrator before the show even came on, he was like, welcome to Crazy Counter Dog So, and you know, yada, yada, yada. This place gets, you know, a lot of weird activity because it's in the butt creek of nowhere. <laughs> like in the middle of nowhere, like bruh. Yeah, no, exactly. He said, Welcome back to the Curry's the Cowley Dog Show, where Curry's lives in the butt of nowhere. Like he lives no he lives in nowhereville. Like abandoned as a pup. He was found by Muriel, who lives in the middle of nowhere. It's up to courage to save his new home. <laughs> where strange things happen every single day. And the narrator was like, I'm only here to narrate the show. I don't really understand what's going on here. I'm just here to, you know, just observe and watch. <laughs> like a weirdo, like, bro, like, what? And that's when Courage broke the first wall and was like, Excuse me? What did you say? One more, one more show I gotta bring up, bro. Chowder. Chowder was my, literally probably my favorite show as a kid. Nah, this is. The whole show was just funny. They broke the fourth wall all the damn time. Like they're just like, yeah, no, our animation, like we couldn't can't pay for it to get animated. Like they had that car wash scene. It was just so cool, man. It was so sick for me as a kid. I was like, wow, that's so cool. Honestly, well to be honest, Chowder was he was like that anti synth. Every episode I ain't gonna cap. I feel like Chowder should have gave her a chance, you know what I'm saying? But Panini was on him every single episode. She was on him more than Helga. Because Panini didn't care. She let you know up front, like, hey yo, I like you. Like <laughs> I want you. Helga was oh, on God, some bro. Helga was on some I gotta I gotta hide. I gotta not let him know no I'm saying I gotta keep it to myself. Panini, no, nah, she was with it from day one. She was like, hey yo, you hey yo, I'ma get some of that. Like she wasn't she wasn't really like quiet about it like anytime she seen Chowder, she was like mm, my num nums <laughs> like what yo, bro oh my god bro and then every time she would see chatter hi chowder and then my bro, brother chowder like, would come. instantly be like i'm not your boyfriend <laughs> bro, and gorgonzola was a hating ass bitch bro i, I don't hate. care bro gorgonzola was a hater bro yo gorgonzola get so mad when panini would beat his ass gorgonzola was not about the wave and it would made made me think Chowder should have gave her a chance. Is every time Gorgonzola talked shit, Panini was on him on site. She was like, "Listen, you're not gonna be talking to my man like that. You gonna be talking about my num nums like that." Oh, that episode where he was trying to tell her like, "I'm not your boyfriend." She's like, "Wow, you wrote me a song." He's like, "Yeah, Bro. I sure did. I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not your." <laughs> She's dull as hell, bro. He was like, "I'm not your boyfriend." She was so out of pocket, bro. Gorgonzola, yeah, hater. He he came back on a few episodes. We were like, all right, all right, we gonna give you this. We gonna give you this W for this time, and this time only, because every other episode you was being a straight, a straight bitch, bro. Like no, Gorgonzola on the other hand, he had some moments where he pulled in. He came in clutch when they had that blackout. And they needed to use Gorgonzola's head as a light to go turn the city power back on. <laughs> he said, hey, yo, I ain't gonna cap Gorgonzola. We're gonna need you to keep your light real bright. He said, yo, my light go out on this journey. I swear, I'm gonna beat y'all. <laughs> oh, man, bro. That was my shit, dude. He was like, we fighting on everything. I promise you, this light go out and we rumbling. I don't care if it's dark. Oh, Snitzel, bro probably the best he's like probably one of my favorite characters on that show too bro snitzel was the original about getting to his bag and going home 
Yo, bro, motherfucker was literally saying rada rada rada, and everybody could feel his fucking pain, bro. The amount of pain. You can hear the pain in his voice of him having to do everything. Fucking <laughs> hell, dude. Cook the food, serve the food, deliver the food, clean. Yeah, carrying that big ass cake on his back, bro. Like. And end up trying to get with Snitzel, and Snitzel was not bumping with it. He was not about it, bro. And Don would come in there, she told me, like, I just need a big, strong, husky man to come pick up these barrels of food. And, you know, Snitzel, he wouldn't really catch on to it. He'd just be like, all right, you know, rada rada. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> he would. Motherfucker, literally, she'd be hating him. She's like, hey, who's the cutie? He's like, rada <laughs> Yeah, like, he'd be confused. And then he'd just go pick up the barrels and put them in the house. And she'd be like, mm, looks like I don't got any money. Looks like I might have to pay another way. And I'd be like, bro, like... Is this a kid show anymore? Like, <laughs> for real, bro. Yeah, this motherfucker taking his damn like apron off. Yeah, like yeah, just like yeah, you have to do it shirtless. He was like, he was like, yeah, strike a pose, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> bro, this shit took me out, man. Cartoons back in the day had no chill. They did not care about your feelings. They said you gonna listen, you gonna like it. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. We took the time to animate it. Now you got an option. You can either go to a different channel. You can sit here and watch twenty three minutes of Chowder. 20 minutes of chowder was like the best time of my childhood. No, I can't cap. Can't cap. Can't lie. Let's let's dive on into into the anime section of of what's going down. So recently, right, recently, and I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I, I'm gonna keep it honest. Anime back in the day, they had more nostalgic like stuff playing. Like, they had stuff that just made you think and really opened the like. I ain't gonna cap. Here's how you know. This is where you turn from a boy. To like oh yeah i'm on my grind is when tsunami came on and tsunami was like all right let's look at that lineup again like you know back to referring for what i said earlier they was like all right let's look at this lineup and naruto came on and you and you to me and tell me you ain't watch an episode of naruto and ever feel inspired to work out or do something i don't know what to tell you because naruto had me in my bag i was like oh we're believing all right bet <laughs> i'm gonna show yourself believing bro Naruto was about it when he was a kid, man. Naruto, bro, he literally knew his goal and was there. He spent his whole life going for it, bro. Man. We literally grew up with Naruto. I remember him in the third grade, bro. <laughs> grew up alongside that motherfucker. I wasn't. It wasn't until I was sixteen till I seen Naruto actually bag Hinata and become the Hokage. I was like, damn, the homie really out here. Achieved it. Yeah, he got his goal. You know what I'm saying? Here's Back why. On. I bump with anime the way I do. It's not just cartoons. I ain't okay. If you really watch anime, like if you really have a genre that you like, you like cooking, you like boxing, you like fighting, you like adventure. Anime got all that shit. You just gotta make sure you find the right thing that you're watching. For example, yeah, like I would describe anime would be like a book. Like you know, like people say, like you know, books aren't for everybody. But I find that like not true. Cause I was like that. I was like, yeah, I ain't fucking reading. Alright, I read and I could just go do something else. When I found like books that were like catered toward my interest, you know, it felt it, I actually felt like reading them. Yeah, no, I get I get what you're saying. And it's not even just that, bro. It's like it has such a feeling to it that really connects with you with the character. Like, alright, for example, I don't know if y'all ever seen a wreck of seven, right? Like, Scott, you seen a wreck of seven? You you seen that? Uh yeah, I have. Why? You know what I'm talking about with Renton Thurston? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, bet. All right, look, look. So now I can actually talk about it. record seven, for those of you that don't know, it's about this boy named Renton Thurston. And him and his grandpa, his grandpa passed away. He was living by himself, right? And all he wanted was some adventure. Like, he just wanted, you know, to be a part of this group. I forget what they were called, but they were like, uh, for example, it's not the exact name, so don't quote me on it. We're just going to call him Star Seven, right? He wanted to be part of this group called Star Seven. And he wanted to really, like, get to know them or whatever. Like, be a part of the, you know, gang or whatever. And then one day he goes outside and he's just doing normal, a normal thing that he did every day. You know what I'm saying? And he wind up meeting the leader of the gang. Just all randomness. And then the gang member took him in. And, you know, he left his home behind and was in space for a majority of the time. Right? A majority of the rest of his life. Feel like that. Along the way, he's just looking at the stars and whatever. He's like, I ain't never thought I'd get out here, you know, see, see all this stuff and do the things I'm doing. Like, you know, this is a good adventure that I'm on. You know, it's a new pace of life. As he's going along, he winds up meeting, you know, the, one of the crew members on the ship. It was a girl. Her name was Areka. Or was it Areka? Sky? It was Areka, right? I believe so. She, uh, and she was peeping bull. You know, she, him and her were talking, and, you know, whatever. And they started a little romance, right? But again, they're outlaws, so they're criminals. So they're constantly getting hunted down. I'm not going to spoil the show. The show is called Record 7. You can watch it on Funimation or Crunchyroll Premium. But it left the nostalgic that it was like the, it left the nostalgic feeling of, man, like that's what love is. Like he stuck with that person through all that, and they still found each other in the end. Like I'm not a soft. I ain't gonna lie. A good romance anime do put your boy in the feels. I ain't gonna cap. It left me, it left me with a, with a cry, bro, because the ending was sad. But it was a good ending. It was a good, strong, and meaningful ending. But I'm not going to spoil it, though. So you can go ahead and watch it if you want to go watch it. But as far as that being in the place, it's a it's a feeling that I can't describe. It's a feeling that you got to experience for yourself as far as when going into anime. Like, some people might say, yo, anime is like cartoonish. I had person's head getting cut off ain't really cartoonish. I ain't going to cap. Fucking spitting right now, dude. Uh definitely feel that dude like remember watching uh watching a different anime you know they just gave me like you know like you ever watch anime and it gives you like a new like perspective on life yeah and it like, mainly you just, be like you just start appreciating things more in your life you see simple things like throughout the day and you're like damn bro like them in that show couldn't do it like imagine how it would feel to be like say like like attack on titan how imagine how it would feel to literally just be confined to those walls not go anywhere like how would that feel yeah how would you feel like a damn bird in a cage it wasn't even as far as like attack on titan attack on titan was it left a an odd feeling and now going into the last season those of you that don't know uh the dubs for attack on titan on funimation air every friday as far as i'm as far as i'm knowing of i'm waiting for the season to completely come down before i watch anything i'm trying not to spoil myself or nothing but as far as that go i mean there's some anime out there that really do have you like in the feels, for example, or another another good example. Uh, not even not even Naruto. Some of the slice of life anime back in the day really had you just like really down bad. Like they had you just thinking like, all nonstop. I'm trying to think of one that like left me like wow, like that's crazy, bro. Like wow, that's Cowboy Bebop wasn't a slice of life anime. It was a little bit. And like maybe one or two episodes out of the season that it had but the rest of it was really about spike just trying to survive like it really wasn't nothing else it was really him just trying to survive like in the beginning episode he said i don't want women children 
or kids or animals. I just said kids twice on my ship. And I, towards the end, he got all those things that he didn't want on his ship. <laughs> like, yeah, like and it's not even just that. He really didn't care what they did. He literally was just living day to day. Like, that's all he was doing. He was in space, living day to day. Uh, going into that, I'm trying to think of a good example of a show that really had you like, damn, like, wow, I want that. Uh, wow. While you're thinking about that, I'm gonna go a little further into uh, a Bebop and Spike situation. Like, man, Spike was like, I wanted to be Spike. Spike was like, he was always cool. He was always usually calm, collected, and he made me like. It sounds stupid, but as a kid, made me want to smoke cigarettes because like you <laughs> always see him with like a cigarette in his mouth, and he'd just be like, he'd just be vibing. Like, bro, like, wouldn't you want to do that? Like, and he was just sitting on a spaceship and, like, living day to day. And, like, he just, like, listen, bro, you got to think, bro. You can't tell me as a kid, you never, like, had candy cigarettes. I haven't. I don't eat candy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot you don't eat candy like that. Man, sucks to suck. But, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Roll that back. Roll that back. Roll that back. Roll that back. Man, that's cool. I'm doing what fucking Spike does, like, all my favorite characters do. And, like, you know, now that I look I'm like, damn, bro, that's pretty stupid. But, uh, and man, Spike's living day-to-day. He was living the best he could, you know what I mean? Living yeah. the best way he could. I finally found, uh, the anime I'm thinking of. So, like, alright, I'm gonna put it in the best possible words without even naming an anime. Before I get into that, don't do drugs, alright? Don't smoke. Don't yeah. do that. Don't smoke. don't smoke cigarettes. Don't, don't do none of that. I don't know what Sky was thinking when he said that sentence. <laughs> As a kid, yeah. As, I said a, as a kid, you was yeah, thinking about it. Not now. I'm, I'm cool, dude. Yeah, no. Don't, don't smoke. No, your lungs they go wheeze at the end of the day. <laughs> After every sentence, you won't go. Start breathing. Start breathing real heavy. Gas for air. Anyhow, as far as that being said, so I'm gonna get real technical. I'm gonna get real serious. Cause not only is this a topic that is actually. A good one to talk about it actually makes sense so for example you finally find something like an anime that really makes you think and really makes you think about life and what you want to do and i'm gonna have to name an anime unfortunately i thought i was gonna be able to do it i'll name it one but like like dragon ball for example i'm gonna just do something everyone knows. everybody knows dragon ball if you don't if you, if you don't watch anime you know what dragon ball is exactly dragon ball goku taught you like, hey, yo, like, you can be calm and, you know, whoop someone's ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be relaxed. So, like, growing up, I ain't gonna lie. And, you know, shout out to my grandfather, because my grandfather really put me on to anime. I ain't gonna lie. My grandfather had the whole box set when Goku was a kid, teenager, going into Z and Z Kai and GT, right? I didn't have to watch it on Nicktoons, right? So, it'd be me and him watching, you know, Dragon Ball, whatever. And Goku be like, I gotta be stronger. Like, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta protect the planet. And he'd do that stuff like he was really about what he was talking about like he he didn't just talk and then not have it backed up no he talked and had it backed up granted he was a saying but he still worked for what he got you know what i'm saying like he still did what he did to get to where he was at at the end of the day he didn't take no easy shortcuts because of his race no he actually worked and you no know, was on that grind to do what he needed to do he trained his body you know what i'm saying like he fought with the strongest people and you know eventually he died 
But then the Dragon Balls brought him back. So it was more of like Goku wasn't afraid of death because he just knew his homies was going to get the Dragon Balls and wish him back to life, bro. <laughs> the way I saw Dragon Ball as a kid was more of like, you know, everyone like, like had that goal. Yeah, they had that Goku goal to reach something. To just, yeah, he was, he was just trying to get strong. Uh, you could say for Vegeta, Vegeta's goal was literally just to get stronger than Goku. Like, literally, the, Frieza's goal was literally to be, literally like the emperor of everything. Yeah, there's no right? way he's reaching that goal, but Beerus alive. I'm telling you that now. Exactly. Everyone had a goal. Even Beerus had a goal when he was uh he was looking for a strong enough opponent to fight him besides Whis. Like you know, so that led him to his whole search and all. But like, everyone in almost every anime has a goal that they want to achieve. Your goals may take a long time. It may not come as fast as you want them. They'll come. And uh, when they get here, you better be ready for them. Yeah, like, he was more about like, business, that makes sense. And it's not even just that. I started watching One Piece. I was like 11, right? Now, One Piece is about this pirate named uh, Monkey D. Luffy, a.k.a. Luffy. Part of the straw hat pirates you know and luffy had a goal he said hey i'm gonna gather about 10 people and then i'm gonna go become the king of the pirates anime isn't just a show right and here's why i say that shows nowadays they get like four seasons and they're done they get like two seasons and they're done or they don't really even have a plot they're just doing things you know what i'm saying and granted those shows were heat and Eddie, they were just doing things, but it was heat. Kids next door, they were just doing things. And you know what I'm saying? It was heat still. But anime really gave me that, wow, like, I'm really seeing what they're doing to get to that. Like, I'm really seeing everything that they're going through to reach what they wanted to get in their hands. Mm-hmm. One Piece. If you watch One Piece... When the shit first came out, which was 1998, and you watch from now to now, I don't even know how you alive. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'll take that back. You probably like 50, 60, something like that. But you old. Bottom, yeah, you old. You old. You old. You old. Put it like that. You old. That's it. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna sound stupid. I'm gonna say you old. That's it. But I ain't gonna cap. The way the show, the show is so long. But back, back to what I was saying though. One Piece is about Monkey Luffy getting to his goal. And I'm gonna lie, after seeing Luffy beat as many people that I've seen him beat, I was like, yo, he's literally going around town taking names left and right. No one can beat this man. And then his Luffy, goal. yeah, that was his goal. His goal was what drove him to get to where he got and said, hey, yo, I'm about that action. I don't know what you think if you about to come over here and start talking to me you know what i'm not even gonna deal with you zero handle that sanji go get that Usopp, go hide in the barrel you know what i'm saying like it was the people that he was with and each person had a backstory and their backstory i wouldn't even consider filler it was literally the story it was a story of him and his crew and his crewmates had their own story to tell and they filled that in for you they let you know what everyone's goals were and how they got to them and how they was going to reach them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As far as... Mm, mm, Luffy was the main character, yes. 
but his crew were also main characters if that makes sense they had their own story you know as the story progressed with luffy their story progressed and their past caught up to them and they had to deal with it you know what i'm saying like sanji i don't know i don't know people watch it or whatever one thing that you can take from almost every anime is always have a goal they never let something try the although there's been times where they lost their way the end goal will always be the same never get deterred that's how you should be in real life Don't let anyone deter you or take you away from the goals you want to reach because the sky is the limit Shoot your shot at life and you'll hit you shoot and you'll hit one yeah, that's, that's basically what it kind of boiled down to at the end of the day. I ain't going to cap. But as far as, like, how I explain, I'm going to go into, go into that more a little bit. Life is, it gives, like, life and anime are hand in hand when it comes to certain things. Like, if you're watching the correct anime and it intervened, like, how you think about life and all that, you got the correct anime like if the anime leaves you on the edge of your seat and you just want the next episode like real bad like then yeah like that's the anime for you some people out there won't give anime a try i don't blame them everyone got an anime my mom got an anime she don't even watch anime like i watch anime she has sailor moon she watched sailor moon she loved sailor moon she, will she watch any other anime no but she found her anime you know what I'm saying? They just gotta take their mm-hmm. time and look for it and find it and see what it is. I ain't gonna cap. I have nothing against watching live action shows. All right, Lucifer, that's a good show. I don't know anything else. <laughs> I don't know anything else. There's a lot of good shows. The Office. Like, I know some people like Grey's Anatomy and yeah. you know things like that. General Hospital and all that other stuff. Parts but like you know, I'm not I'm not gonna like. The problem is like i'm not gonna hate on you for watching that you know everybody got their own taste in what they like to watch but there are some people who do like you know they're like ill you watch anime and stuff like that without even giving it a try and you know like everyone's done it before like you can't say everyone even me and dino we've both done it before where we've said uh you do this like even without giving it a try just just normal human stuff yeah, it's, oh. it's, it's normal. It's a normal way of being. Now, that being said, it lit us. How I explain? I perfect. I got it. This whole time we were talking, I got it. Figured it out. Anime itself, when I was subjected to it, it lit a spark in me because at the time I was bored. Like when you're bored and you're really just like in your life is just like plain. If that makes sense not like not in a bad way like you know you do things that are fun and whatever and whatnot but like when you just want yeah like when you want something new and something exciting and something that you can like get lost in instead of being in reality if that makes sense like not like obsessed with it or nothing like that like nothing weird but like you can watch it and be like wow like this is cool or whatever you know what i'm saying like this is like, if this is real, like, this would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how would you explain that, Sky? Like, how would you bounce off that? How would I explain, like... Uh, it's, like, the idea that, like, you know, because every human have, like, this dream of grandeur. Pretty much, like, oh, I, I wish my life was yada, yada, yada. Or I want to have this. Like, you know, even from the time we were kids, we have these dreams of grandeur. You know, us playing, like, swords and 
having an imagination and things of that sort. So every human has that dream. They have that idea that their life is something more. And, you know, you know, although all of us don't realize it, like we're pretty delusional when it comes to that. So when you can watch something that can uh, you can get yourself into, get lost in, and you can see someone else living out a large, like, and or life, like like satiates or illusions about like trying to be like something more than you are sounds like horrible to say but it's very true i'm a i'm a i'm a leap off, off off of what you're saying like basically what sky mean is he don't mean like like you wish your life was that thing that you wanted instead of what you have right now he means as far as like that imagination as a like a child's imagination of exactly what he wants you know what i'm saying like as a kid i say yeah i want to be a scientist you know i want to you know do something cool i want to create something because in a kid's mind a scientist isn't like math and books a scientist is like oh he invented things like you know what i'm saying like he's just doing cool stuff like he a cool guy he's doing he doing things whatever or like hey i want to be a knight or a ninja or something like those are kid yeah. responses when it comes to like hey what do you want to be with your girl i want to be a pirate like you know what i'm saying like is you know it's a, it's a it's a child's imagination that fuels and what keeps your imagination alive when watching anime like when you watch anime it it gives you back your childhood's imagination of like damn like when tsunami first appeared to me and it was that line that that crisp line of him saying let's see that lineup and he started talking about all these different shows and whatnot and I started to see all this stuff. I saw seeing the spaceships, you know, flying and all that. And, you know, the people fighting in the air. And I was like, wow. I was like, yo, that's crazy. I'm going to watch Autumn Jones from start to finish. Watch every last one of them. Because it was neat. It was neat. It was, it lit my imagination back into my body. Because at the time, I just lost it. I didn't, I didn't have it no more. I was getting older. And then it gave it back to me in a very nice, suitable package of every Saturday night. So, I mean... That's what me and Sky are trying to convey to the conversation. Anime yeah. isn't just a cartoon. Like it's not necessarily a cartoon because cartoons don't got killing in it and they don't got cursing in it. Alright, I'm just put it like that. But as far as anime goes, anime gives you back your imagination. Alright, it gives you back your sense of feeling of being like, damn, like I used to think like that, or like, damn, like I'd be really cool to be like that. And that's why some people mm -hmm. You know, they cosplay as their favorite character because they want to be that person. They don't want to be him, like, in reality. But, you know, they get the chance, you know, dress as their favorite character, you know, go to Anime Con or Comic Con, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you dress as, as you know, the person that you adore more in the show, you know what I'm saying? And you show off, you know, your skills of being a cosplayer or whatever, or you show off your skills of how much you know about the character and how big of a fan you are about that person, you know what I'm saying? And it gives you back... Yeah your imagination your creativity as a child would a child's imagination and creativity literally bounds and leaps over any adult today because a child's imagination is only as far as an adult will stop it so like a child can literally have the most wildest imagination until an adult caps that imagination off and says hey yo that's not realistic you know what i'm saying here's why anime gives you anime not even just anime all right not even just anime shows in general that will give you back your imagination or books that will give you back your imagination as a child 
it'll it'll be those shows it'll be those things now the reason why i said the imagination is limitless until an adult caps it is because at some age adults go hey yo like you gotta start you know getting older you know being more mature and all that you know you gotta cut that out you know whatever you're doing like if you was raising your hands in the air for goku you know what i'm saying you was giving him your energy you wasn't really giving him your energy but everybody did it you know what i'm saying if you watched it and you was into the show you don't care if you wasn't really giving it to him you were still giving it to him in your head it's, yeah. it's the imagination like that you know what i'm saying like you getting back what you you doing something that you know you're not really doing but it's your imagination that's making you feel like you're doing it you know what i'm saying huh? and a dog goes no that's not realistic or if you pretend like you fighting or whatever like you flying or whatever you got powers or whatever and again dog goes no no you don't they're correct and what they're saying yeah it's not realistic but at the time you were just using your imagination you was just having fun you know what i'm saying there's time granted there are times to have fun and there are times to be serious and you don't want to mix the two because then that leads to you know a problem as far as you not knowing when it's time to you know use your creativity and have fun and time to actually be serious yeah. but as far as that being said some of y'all when y'all got that cap y'all never took the cap back off like y'all kept the cap on if that makes sense y'all was so serious that y'all lost y'all ability to have fun and it's it's sad because there would be times when like you'd be granted a time to go use your imagination and have fun you'd be like no nah, i'm just getting my work done you know what i'm saying and i'm gonna go to the bar yeah like or you know you just you just be boring and i'm not saying what you do is boring i'm saying like if that's what you want to do and that's your way of having fun go ahead do you but as far as that cap you didn't take the cap off so when people are trying to have fun with you and you go no nah, no nah, that's kid stuff no nah, i'm not doing that you put the cap on now granted there's an age where keeping the cap on is okay and i understand because you're an adult you're old and you doing it may seem weird but at the same time how weird really is it like if you want to dance in the street or mm, that depends on the place all right if you want to dance in like New dance York, in the rain yeah like you want to dance in the rain, rain you're just playing in the rain like yeah you're an adult people will look at you weird but at the end of the day it's your life i mean if you want to dance in the rain having fun you just having fun like it's not nothing weird and, you know be like damn like what the hell is he doing but like at the end of the day like it's just you having fun you're not really doing nothing wrong bottom line is use know when to take off your cap and know when to put it back on if you having fun go ahead take the cap off as long as you're not doing nothing to hurt nobody else so all i'm gonna say there that's all i'm gonna say as long as you're not doing one of those two things go ahead take the cap off you know like you know do you if you yeah, man uh, if you at a uh, professional place or you know you at like a public place like a uh, restaurant or something you might want to keep the cap on a little bit Keep it on a little bit, open it a little bit, goof off at the table, but don't go wild and start fucking around with the restaurant. Keep the cap on, keep the cap off certain situations. Yeah. Now there's like the play and work thing, and you know, you gotta separate the two, you know? The it, it happens, like you know, I know all of you, like you've seen your parents do it. They're like, you know, your parents had all this energy at one time, and they're like, Yeah, uh, yeah, let's go play outside or and just play with you and then like you know work got them and they're like yeah they can't separate work and fun anymore 
because you know they're too unraveled and doing whatever there's also those people who are a lot of what other people think and like they feel like their thoughts will have an impact on their life but i'm gonna tell you from personal experience man like no it's not you want to go out and do what do what makes you happy i'm gonna tell you this wholeheartedly do exactly what makes you happy whether it's watching anime watching cartoons uh playing outside whatever it is that makes you happy no matter what age you are what it is man because one only live once and two who's gonna stop you yeah yeah you got a point you got a point there like for example like some of y'all y'all know who y'all are y'all y'all parents got the majority hold of certain things that y'all can do and there's nothing wrong with that but at the end of the day, you're going to become an adult and be on your own. You're going to have to make non-parent decisions. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to turn out however you turn out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. Sky. Like, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, they made most of your decisions. But now it's time for you to make your decisions. Like, what makes you happy? What do you want to do? What type of job do you want? Do you want to go to school? Do you not want to go to school? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the yeah. end of the day, those things affect you. They don't affect your parent. They don't affect nobody else. Those decisions affect you and what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you paying student loans. You paying that. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you giving to me. You're yeah. making these decisions. Yeah, they might you know be upset if you don't take that route. Or yeah, they might be a little bit you know upset if you don't take that certain job but at the end of the day it's what you want to do so i think the bottom line of this year or i guess for us because tomorrow's literally (laughs) new year's eve but for the message that we give y'all for this year is when this next year hit do whatever the fuck you want to do like that's it that's basically it do you unless you're not an adult unless you're not an adult (laughs) Unless you're not an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're not an adult. If you're 15, 16, I dare y'all to talk back to your mom. See how fast you get. (laughs) If you 17, if you 18, 19, do you. You above those ages, go do what you want to do. But if you below that age, suck your ass up. Don't say nothing. Nah, I guess, uh, as a closing statement, I would say, uh, you know, uh, you know, have goals. Don't lose track of the goals you want to. Goals can change, change now and forever. What makes you happy, and do it. What's best for you. At the end of the day, no one knows you like you. On that note, I'm Sky P. I'm Donald Diggs, for that matter. And we just uh, walk on to 2021, I guess.